Hillary Clinton says empowering people is the problem. El Chapo's sons are doing what? And Israel, Palestine. Uh, we're not going to talk uh, you know, a ton, or maybe we will, I don't know, about Israel and Palestine. I did record kind of a, a, my thoughts on it longer that I'm going to post as well. There might be some overlap here. But um, I, I'll say this. In the midst of all of the horrific news going on over there, the Pentagon today did announce another weapons package for Ukraine. So at least we were able to get that in for Ukraine. This one is just a measly little $200 million weapons mm. package for oh. Ukraine, which has to be pretty insulting yeah. for Zelensky. That's like a Jeep and a gun. That's nothing. You know, that's, that's like nothing, nothing at all. I mean, that's not enough cocaine to last him yeah. through half yeah. a day. Yeah. Yeah. He's got Israel to compete. The babies with now. need the cocaine. <laughs> yeah. And you can expect very soon. Maybe already this has happened. I don't know. There's going to be legislation presented that includes both Ukraine aid and aid to Israel in the same bill that makes it impossible to say yes to one and no to the other. We're already seeing stuff like this all over Twitter. You can't support Ukraine and Israel. You have to just do them both. They want to tie yeah. those together. We did have from uh, Republican Representative Thomas Massey. He said that he's a libertarian-leading Republican. He said that he opposes sending aid to Israel and that he opposes sending all foreign aid. And he says someone, some people say that his position of opposing all foreign aid is radical. He thinks what's radical is sending money to other countries when we're going bankrupt here at home. And when asked about what role the U.S. should play in Israel in response or in response when it comes to aid to the attack, he said that more scrutiny needs to be done on the existing foreign aid because Israel, they've, they've been a top recipient of our foreign aid. They got $158 billion to date this year, and they have been getting $3.8 billion annually since 2019, which he signed off on, which was part of a bigger package. And I tend to agree that there should be more scrutiny to that, and we shouldn't continue to shell out money. That's my personal opinion. I, I am anti-foreign wars, and I think this keeps the whole war machine churning while everything that happened over there was horrific and awful. I'm not going to go into my deep thoughts on that. I did that on the show that I'm going to post either tonight or tomorrow. Ian? Well, no, what I was going to, what I was going to say uh, about that, uh, the guys who are trying to get, you know, trying to marry the two issues together, they just, what they need to do is think about already famous married or famous couples that we had and what they did, Benifer, Brangelina, yeah. right? So you just have to mix it together, like we're gonna call it Iscrane or hey, what do uh, we call the we the pa the weapons packages? Yeah, is the Iscrane or something. Yeah. You know, you gotta mar marry yeah. the two marry the two together, right? right. You know what I'm yeah. Israel. I I don't know. I thought I like Iscrane better though. It's a much better name. Yeah, yeah. So with this whole thing, honestly, what what I've been focused in on like a laser beam, uh more than anything else right now is how the response has been from BLM, from Antifa, from these activist organizations here in the United States to uh, to 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 Hamas, to their Hamas support. Oh, yeah. well informed, I'm sure. Well, no, it's just interesting because um, what it's doing is, is it, they're they're pushing a boundary. Right. And a lot of people are starting to react to the boundary. But this is what the this is what the radical left always does. The radical left will at this intersection, right, using their words, this intersection yeah, of yeah. Hamas and BLM is fascinating. OK, I never saw this coming in a million years. I never saw in a million years um, 
the White House actually, you know, speaking out against uh, AOC and and condemning what they said. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. But but that's what the left wants. The the reaction is exactly like they got the reaction they wanted. Okay, and this is this is what this is what my point is is that um, they uh, they do these outlandish things. They push a boundary, and your reaction is exactly what they were th that's all they were trying to provoke was a reaction right yeah right? solinsky talked about that a lot in rules for radicals exactly but one of the ultimate things that they do is they put you in this thing called the decision dilemma right like a damned if you do damned if you don't this is how they will um take on a stronger opponent than themselves right the decision limits like that's what i have whenever i'm trying to decide what i'm gonna have for lunch dude pop tarts just looking at the pop tart aisle uh at the grocery store decision dilemma right, <laughs> right. damn if you do damn if you don't i can't eat all these pop tarts <laughs> you know just take a bite from each one yeah um but so what they do is they do things like what blm did during the summer of love in 2020 when they're burning down what a dozen American cities? What, what was it? It was a, it was, it was enough. So they're burning down all these American cities, and what they're pushing Donald Trump into is this decision dilemma. Because he, the minute he brought up National Guard, they were like, "Oh, you're a tyrant! You're a tyrant! You can't use the National Guard. That's an overreaction. That's the wrong reaction, right?" So then, uh. If he doesn't do anything, he looks weak, ineffective, and unpopular. So he's in a decision dilemma. Whatever reaction he has to this situation is going to be a terrible reaction. And right, right. So looking at, um, so it's like I'm a win-win situation for them. Is that what you're saying? Right. And so that's. The only thing I'm going to talk about is Hamas and this last weekend. That's it. Nothing else in, in the bigger scope of things. Just the action. They took yeah, not conflating it with all, all the people. Who, not conflating who, with all the people. Yeah. Nothing like that. Not talking about the history of the, the conflict. Nothing like that. I'm talking about the specific instance, the action. Okay? Because how this ties... Now, remember, I'm talking about how this ties in with activism. Right. Okay. That that's that that's how I'm talking about this. The activism of the oppressed. Oh yeah. Okay? yeah. That's what we're talking about. So this act of terrorism was this violent activism of the oppressed. So they created this what I'm getting at is they created a decision dilemma for Israel. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone's taking advantage of this decision dilemma. Oh yeah. The, There's the, so many people taking the, advantage. The war hawks are horny off of this. And I'm with you. And that, that's what I'm most afraid of, is I don't know how we're going to get out of getting sucked into a war. It's tough to, to see how, how we can after this. I, I, I don't, if you're, it's like, it's very difficult, you know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I know it's a touchy subject. It's a tough subject to talk about. Look, it's, you know, I, but I'm really trying yeah. to talk about how it relates to the activists we're facing here. Right. That's how I'm trying. Like there is a connection. About like the comparison they're making. Yes, there is a connection. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah so like if they see themselves, Black Lives Matter sees themselves like Hamas. That's right. They do. Yeah. 
then that's if they're going to start behaving that way or uh, Hamas is how to say it. If they're going to start yeah. behaving that way, then, Hezbollah. That that is uh, um that's a problem. Yeah, you know, I was having that is some a problem. It's a that's a real problem. I, I was having some wild dreams, vivid dreams. I, I don't often have vivid dreams, but I think it's because of the news cycle constantly, and I do talk about this in, in what I'm going to post earlier, so there's going to be overlap, and I apologize, but uh, the news cycle has just been pumping our heads full of this. They just forgot about all of the other news. It's like nothing else happened, and, and I personally fell asleep to this on a couple of times. I think that contributed to it, but I had these vivid dreams about stuff popping off over here, and I know there was a warning put out in New York City about the possibility of this because when people see something happen, then they might get an inkling to, to do something themselves. Mm-hmm. This is the, the, the real deal stuff when it comes to uh, world war, potentially. I, I said that the Ukraine war was the first great war of the or first big war of the Great Reset. And I think this mm-hmm. is the second one, the second mm-hmm. big war of the Great Reset. I know there's skirmishes around the world that are smaller, but I think these two are going to be tied together mm-hmm. with they're going to blame Iran, even though initial findings say Iran didn't know. But you already see people saying, oh, that's BS. They did know. And this could be what the history books say. Uh, the F- Franz Ferdinand moment is is what's going on over there. It, it, it's just the war hawks are so horny right now on, on all sides. Mm-hmm. It, this is a tough one. And I, I, I hope that they, the people who are kidnapped, I, I hope, hope that they're able to rescue them. And I, I hope, I, I, I was talking earlier that when it comes to choosing a side, which is what they want people to do, they want sure. to tear people apart sure. and make them choose sides. Are sure. Israel, put on your Israel hat, put on your, your Palestine sure. hat. Sure. Well, I, my, my position is that I am with uh, the innocent civilians in Israel yeah. and the innocent civilians uh, yes. in uh, uh, the Palestinian civilians in Gaza. I, I, can't, I, I don't know enough about <laughs> the territory, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you, the only place that the people in Gaza can escape to is Israel or Egypt. And uh, frankly, not putting enough pressure on Egypt to open up their borders and take in these refugees. Uh, I, absolutely. And, and it's just like, they use people as pawns, the people mm-hmm. in power. That's exactly right. They want this. Somebody, some sick yes. adrenochrome fucks want this to happen. They're all got their cloaks on and they're sitting around a big pool of adrenochrome uh, and big, you know, yeah, they have candles one of those beer, lit, beer cups of adrenochrome them. that people yeah. watch. And they're just yeah. sucking it And like they're that. just all planning this. There was a a woman who was an, apparently in the military in Israel for a long time. And mm-hmm. I, I um, listened to this interview with her. I don't have it here. I played it earlier, but I don't have it with me right now. But she said that she doesn't understand how they didn't know. Right. And people are getting mad at people who just say, well, how they have this sophisticated surveillance system uh, over there from Israel. They have, they actually use facial recognition technology. They've been testing it out uh, uh, on the, the, the Palestinian people. Mm-hmm. And they, um, she doesn't know how they didn't know. And she said that they released a video, uh, Hamas did three days before laying out how they were going to do it. That was apparently public. Mm-hmm. It's, it's people wanted to know what, how nine 11 happened it's not a conspiratorial or a bad question to want to know how that happened. And that doesn't absolve anybody who committed the acts of any blame whatsoever. But don't you want to know if somebody on the inside 
had a clue that something might have been occurring. Oh. I do. Well, when 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 Netanyahu said this is Israel's 9-11. At least it you wasn't know, January 6th. I realized it wasn't January 6th. Right. That's so the worst it could have been thing. worse. No, right? but when he says it was 9-11, we, what, what, what's one thing that, you know, people like you and I sort of believe about 9-11, that there's partially it's an inside job, right? Right. Yep. Okay. So when he said this is Israel's 9-11... And I think that he's saying it's an inside job. I think that he's saying... <laughs> he's making no, a clear admission. I think he's making it pretty clear. Uh, it's, a, it's a tough subject, man. And just, it is. I think that the best way to talk to people about it, from my opinion, is from a place of humanity. Is yes. I, I, I see people on social media. Everybody thinks they have to have an immediate take. Everybody thinks they have to know the answer right away. Oh, my and gosh. It, you, I love that celebrities are confused. I, they're totally confused. I, I mean, it's a, it's a confusing subject. And I think it's good to be confused about a subject because then you can go seek out more information and learn instead of waiting to be told by the propaganda screens what you're supposed to believe. And I don't think we should condemn people for not knowing their answer right away. And and I don't think we should yell at people if they question a certain aspect of it, because that's not an opportunity to to just put somebody in their place. That's an opportunity to give somebody information that, that can bring them closer to the truth. So there are People who have been over there, who have visited uh, both of the th- this land, and I'll say both these lands, it's the same land that they're they're sharing and, mm-hmm. and they're fighting over, that know far more about it, that that can uh, um, help people learn, that can answer these questions. So how about instead of yelling at people and getting mad if you don't take a side or whatever, which is what I'm seeing all over social media, and it pisses me off, man, because people who genuinely want to know and who mm-hmm. have a good heart and are and are like authentically in earnest seeking answers are afraid to ask questions because they're afraid of just being ragged all over on social media. It's, it's embarrassing. Honestly, it's one one of the reasons why I stay off social media because social media, uh, for the most part, um, it's filled with everyone is just vying. It's King of the Hill. It's that's all it is. It's King of the Hill. Everyone is just vying to be and and absolutely they're just vying to be the smartest person in the room. And I don't have time for that, you know. Yeah. And people want to they want they want to show that's what Twitter is anyway. I don't I'm not on Facebook anymore. Yeah, you're right. I think I I generalize when I say social media. I'm just I I was all very I was thinking of of Zitter. There's 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 never been a social media platform that's been described as it's a really great place to have a well thought out debate. That's never oh, been. I know. And all the ones that advertise like we're going to be the positive social media. I'm like, nobody is going to make any money at this. Uh, a- absolutely. So we have a comment. Dave says uh, it sure took everything else off the front pages. A- absolutely. A- and, oh, yeah. and it is impossible to take things at face value. Look, I, I, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. It, it, Dave, it's impossible well, to take things at face value. I, I, there's the fog of war, and we know that information that comes out right after stuff like this, it, there's going to be truthful things, and there's going to be things that simply aren't true. And, and to react off of every single thing, because I, I, so Ben Shapiro, right? I, I Ben Shapiro says things that I agree with quite often, but I always point out whenever I bring him up that he is a war hawk, and when it comes to war hawking, I almost always disagree with him, and he has. No, he is shameless about pushing propaganda when it comes to that. And that dude was everywhere, uh, just spreading absolutely everything. You could make up the craziest stuff, and, and dude would be spreading it. 
right? And, and I know that I'm not even going to talk about the baby thing. I know that Biden came out and said that he saw the pictures of that. Even though we have the journalist who made the, the claim about the babies having their heads removed, it's just an awful thing to even say. The journalist who initially reported it made a statement kind of clarifying, no, that's not what I meant. We actually never saw any photos of that. Uh, somebody just said that happened. It wasn't 40 babies that this happened to. We don't know for sure. And then Biden says he saw the images. I'm sorry if I don't believe that. It's just a mess, and I hate it. I really do. I hate war, and, and I hate this stuff. I've been dreading talking about it, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I've been dreading talking about it, too. But but to, to be quite frank, it's, it's hard to uh, underestimate, uh, or I guess it's hard to overestimate how important this 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 is. I mean, it's... It, it, I really think, you know, when Netanyahu says, I'm going to change the face of the Middle East, I, I think people That's should just be taking like this crazy. seriously. You can't exterminate an entire people, you know? And some people are advocating for that. You, you just can't do that. I know. I know. I get it. You know, I get how uh, polarizing this is right now, though. I mean, yeah. you know, pe people, I think, need to... One of the things you're talking about, you know, this humanity thing, one of the things about humanity, look, this is an empathy crisis is what it is. Yeah, you know, people really can look is. at this situation and you're having these empathy crisis because you're oh, yeah. feeling empathy for two sides and it's pulling you and, you know, you can see it, this issue and that. And, and you, you you know, there's civilians that you're, you're, you're torn between these two groups of civilians. And you're punished right? if you express that. And you're punished. Social you media. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so, so. That, that made me think – the whole idea on social media about jumping on people if they don't immediately know or have what you think might be the correct opinion is we shouldn't see this as an opportunity to get people because that is what these people who are moving the pieces around the chessboard want us to do. It's a divide and rule thing. We should see that as an opportunity to in, inform people to our position and, and maybe better inform ourselves on, on certain positions as well because that is what they don't want us to do. They don't want people asking questions. They don't want people coming together. You know what, what would be the biggest nightmare ever mm -hmm. for uh, the uh, these people who want to dominate the world and, and pull us into World War Three is if somehow and I know this is an idealistic and not going to happen, but if the citizens, the, the innocent civilians who survived in, in Israel and innocent civilians who, who survive what's going on right now mm -hmm. in uh, um, Palestine, if they somehow got a secret uh, uh, messages together and they came together and realized that, hey, both these people who are ruling over us are, are, are full of it, and they're, they're using us as pawns to get what they want. And they came together, and they all turned uh, against this, these ruling class. That is what they so, fear the most. So that, that, that going back to that you know, reaction you know, is, the, is the, the goal. So what happens is, is you take like you know, a parent who um, – you know, you get an, you get this activist library, and they put a school, they put a picture, they put they put a book in the library that's got an illustration of two little boys having oral sex, right? Angry parent shows up at a school board meeting, waving the book around, uh, screams, loses his shit, gets arrested. Um, so what now has happened is everyone is just focused on the reaction to this thing they're not yep. they're not they're no longer thinking about what caused it we're you know we, we've moved past that uh it's and it's this big distraction that happens right 
Um, and, and that's what I think, you know, you know, unfortunately, while the internet provides the ability for us to do a, a fun show like this, uh, it, it also just overloads us with information. I mean, I mean, you remember before the before the internet, you know, in the in the early '90s, or whatever, the late '80s, early it, '90s. It's crazy, man. The there's more space between moments, man. Absolutely, you had time to reflect. Reflection is the enemy of, of the propaganda machine. It's mm -hmm. and they and we stay connected. It's it. We actually go to the propaganda machine when we don't want to reflect on our own decisions and, and on, um, you know, information and stuff, it, it's just, we get so tribal and emotional and ready to react. And the thought of reflection is just silence, you know? And, and if, if you sat in silence a lot lately, not too many people have just sat quietly and thought because it's so easy not to. And that's when your brain grows. And, and when we are enlightened, that, that is when we see the light that leads us out of Plato's cave mm -hmm. and away from the shadows on the wall. Yeah, for sure. I, I tell you what, man, nothing expanded my mind more than when I read Plato. I started reading Plato and, and other philosophy. I didn't do it until I was in my, my late 20s or mm -hmm. early 30s. But, but it just, it, it, like, I could feel my brain being rewired because I did like these explosions of, holy cow, I've never thought about anything that way. Right. Which is great. And then you turn to a page where it's like, and so-and-so saw the 12-year-old boy, and I was like, oh, my God. Why did that have to be thrown in there? Okay, so Hillary Clinton, I get a few comments here. Um, if you have a good memory, Denver Attaway says, uh, the government hates you. You're right. They, they, they like flush our memories with all of this stuff. Uh, any word? I don't know how to pronounce that word. Kazara is uh, – if people in the planned Kazara don't leave, they – will get exterminated and I'm not sure I still don't understand what that means exactly. I need to look that up. Um, David says, one of my concerns is that there could be some high level strategy wondering if Americans aren't in favor of going to war with Russia. Over, over. It's all going to tie together. It, yeah, Brad, you made a great point when we were talking earlier today. You said this is how uh, you, know, you get the left. This is how this is how they're going to get the right into the war. Yeah, so they they're got the get... left on board with World War Three with Ukraine, and this is how they get the resistant right. Mm -hmm. Many of them on board with World War Three mm -hmm. through Israel, and, and this I is not going to end anytime soon. So, I, I, no, we've already been in Ukraine Kaz, for twenty Kaz, years. Kazira, yeah. Kaziria. I'll I'll pronounce it. I'll practice it after the show. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Denver Attaway. Anywhere I appreciate that. Um, what does see your link? In? I can't click on too many links because I can tell my uh, feed here. Oh, I see. Ukrainistan. This is part of this is part of the uh, territory. Okay. All right. I'll have to come back to that on on, on another show and I can uh, uh, digest that. But I appreciate the information and I, I am going to look at that afterwards. Thank you. I, I would put up on screen, but I can see that my feed is is it's being slow right now for some reason. I don't know why I turned off all of my Wi-Fi other than this and I'm plugged it directly in. With that said, Ian, I, I want to show you this clip of Hillary, which yeah. I, we love a good Hillary clip, right? Do we get to see her turn into a lizard? Maybe. I think you have to have on the right pair of sunglasses. All right. It's, it's a serious turn into a lizard. But a lot of people heard the clip of her last week talking about how MAGA Republicans need to be formally deprogrammed. That's, that's what she said. 
formally de- need, they need to go to a, a deep a deprogramming camp and which is funny because they're blaming Trump for what happened and these play, they can blame Trump for anything. It's like every day we have pinned on the wall, and blame Trump for, and then you just fill in the blank and you do an improv exercise yeah. about how do we justify Trump being responsible. But she he's got to be he's got to be the most influential president, <laughs> ex president in America, right? Ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. He could be dead. They still be blaming <laughs> yeah. him for stuff. All right. All right. Let me get this clip here. So. I don't know where this is because I had this ready last week. And I mean, um, so you'll probably hear the deprogramming clip first and then mm-hmm. we'll go to the other one. I think the other one is far more interesting because oh she gosh, explains. She looks like she's melting. She does look like she's melting. What, what is that? They're, are they wearing the same outfit right there? Is that just Hillary in a wig interviewing Hillary? This is what happens because eventually the adrenochrome stops working. You build up a <laughs> resistance to it. Right. She's got to get her own. Uh, mm-hmm. They're adrenochrome. Because she's that's why they want the fetuses. Absolutely. And here she is. If it works. Get that fresh, fresh adrenochrome. Well, is it gonna do this? All right, I gotta remove it. Oh no. I don't know what's going on with my feed today. Wrong partisans in both parties in the past. Uh, and we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things, gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes. But there wasn't this little tale of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. Mm-hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when how dare he defend himself? Do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members. There's the formal deprogramming clip. Now, here's her reason for the problem with the MAGA Republicans, which I didn't hear this going around too much. And the base of the Republican Party, for whatever combination of reasons, and it is emotional and psychological. Um, sees in him someone who speaks for them. Oh. And they are determined that they will continue to vote for him, attend his works. rallies, wear his merchandise, because for whatever Exercise reason... Exercise their democratic he rights. He is you know, very negative, uh, nasty form of politics resonates with them. Yeah. Maybe they don't like migrants. Maybe they don't like gay people or black people or the woman who got the promotion at work they didn't get. Whatever the reason, you know, make up. That's the first part. Why is she lead stripper? Why? Why is she the lead waitress at Hooters? I should be the lead waitress at Hooters. Yeah. And by the way, Hillary's wrong about that. Men have been taking women's awards and positions away from them left and right lately. So she's completely wrong about that. And I didn't see any dudes trying to get Trump to sign their breasts. Uh, right. Men have been making some pretty historic women out of themselves. But that that is that's maybe maybe what she used to call the deplorables. They don't like migrants. They don't like black people. They hate gay people. Right. Even though Trump like named the oh. first gay people uh, person in his administration. Has ever been but he only did that because he hates him, Brad. Right. He just, she just shows how much is a, a, just a shows hate, how much she ha- he hates hate him. appointment is what it was. But yeah. here here's where she really spills the uh, she says the quiet part out loud. If this freaking thing, all right, I'm going to pull it out again. Again, was a bit. 
All right, yeah. What make it? Whatever the reason, you know, Make America Great Again was a bid uh, for nostalgia to return to a place where, you know, people could be in charge of their lives, feel empowered, say what they want, insult whoever came in their way. And that was really attractive. Did, did you notice that? The, oh, did you notice she, what she said? Right. It was the last, uh, that last thing was so out of place. She said four things. Yeah, she said four things. She said, the, 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 you know, this is the problem with Maggie, Uh according uh to her, is that Uh people felt in control of their lives. Uh huh. Uh This is a terrible problem. People felt empowered, right? Why? Why would you want anyone to feel empowered? And then they just felt they could insult anybody they wanted. She said they could say anything they want. Yes. You know, insult anyone in their way. Free speech. So the problem is you feel. In control of your life, you feel empowered. You feel that you can ex- you express free speech and that yeah. you can do that to insult people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of the people who are against free speech just aren't good at it. They're just not good at making up jokes. They're not just good. At, they're just not good is. at comebacks. They're, clearly, they're dorks who just can't come up with good insults. I mean, look at late night. It's yeah. Clearly. Yeah. But, but that, that's, that's actually. That I think should be a crime. I think what she's saying is true here. Yeah, you're right. I'm finally on board with her. I think that the pro she believes the problem with what Trump made people feel that were loyal supporters of him and are is that they felt in control of their lives, that they felt empowered. Mm-hmm. They felt that they could express their. Mm-hmm. I mean, are, are, and then she said, I think she says at the end here, I'll, I'll let it play out and then I'll continue. But mm-hmm. I think she says that there's a portion of the Republican Party that we're about. A woman who got the promotion at work, they didn't get whatever the reason, you know, make America great again was a bid uh, for nostalgia to return to a place where, you know, people could be in charge of their lives, feel empowered, say what they want, insult whoever came in their way. And that was really attractive to um, a significant portion of the Republican base. It was attractive to a significant and, portion of the Republican and, base to be in charge of their own lives and be yeah. empowered. And we all know that you're not in charge of your own life. You can't say whatever it is that you want to say. I mean, that like she is actually saying that that is the problem with MAGA. Yeah. Yeah. I think and they use this tone where. I think they they slow things down. Like her tone is almost like pe- people just check out, right? And I think I I wonder how many people who watched this interview caught that she said that. I I didn't hear this, but I only heard the deprogramming part. But this is what she's talking about: deprogramming out of people. They're, they're feeling uh, that they can be in charge of their life, and yeah. that feeling of empowerment deprogram that out of them. Because if they don't have that, then they depend on government more. If they feel that, then they don't depend on people like Hillary Clinton and it puts them out of a job. And this is I think this is the most damning part of this interview. What they're mad about, what they're really mad about is, like I said before, Donald Trump was like having a really, really cool substitute teacher. Like your 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 lame teacher got sick and was going to be gone for a few months. Say whatever you want. And he said, do whatever you want. Say whatever you want. You're empowered. Do whatever you want. And then I want you to insult all of the douchebags right. in the room right now. And then and then what did Biden and Harris say when they came into office? They said the grown-ups are back. Biden said. That's what Biden said. Uh yeah. So I, I thought that that was interesting. I can't remember what she says to close it out here, but we'll see. 
Yeah. Uh, so it is like a cult. And a cult. somebody has it's, to it's break It's a cult the... of empowerment and feeling in control yeah. of your life. That's such a cult. Yeah. So it is, uh, it is a cult. <laughs> break that momentum. And that's why I believe Joe Biden will defeat him. And hopefully then that will be the end and the fever will break. And then uh, Republicans can try to get back to, you know, fighting about issues among themselves right, and right. electing people who are at least who are going to disempower, you know, people. responsible and accountable. You know, the elect Republicans who are not going to make people feel in control right. of their. I mean, what a crazy thing to say. Seriously, is this what Repu like, I know you have Repu or Democrat friends. Are your Democrat friends like uh, are you ask are you seriously going to vote for somebody who's going to maybe empower people? Actually, I, I had one of my Democrat friends say to me the other day, he goes, you know, Ian, I'm a gettable voter. And I said, oh, I know. <laughs> what is that? Is that a, it means it means he's he's dirty talk or was this? Yeah. Yeah. Dirty talk. Uh uh, no, he said he's a gettable voter. No, I, but I think people, I think people are starting to see. Um, look, I'm not. How to say this? Like, I, my whole thing about Donald Trump is, look, I don't know. I I, I don't know if he's, uh, you know, um, plan, planned. Uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, controlled opposition. Uh, controlled opposition. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that he and where we're at right now is make America great again. Also, is synonymous with make America fun again. It, he he is way he's he he generates a lot of fun when he shows up at those frat houses. They go bananas when he shows up at a stadium. They chant his name. Is it a little frightening? Does it get a little scary? Can you go uh, popularity? But I, yeah, I, I, I get that the, the idea of the popularity, but you're right. They do convey him as though he is portraying this dark message to people and is such a dark vision of America. And, there's and a you, disconnect between right. There's just a disconnect there that you can't deny. Meanwhile, um, a girl who's 28 years old is like, sign my tits. Right. It's right. like, and they don't let Joe Biden get near anybody. And, and I'm not, I, I agree. Jo that I, she's too old for Joe Biden. Absolutely. Yeah. Way too old. Great. He'd be like, gross. She smells like grown up. Yeah. I, I have no idea if somebody is controlled opposition, but what I do know is this, that the people do, if she, I, I do believe that she's correct. There's people that I know that I, like, I, I didn't, I didn't vote for Trump. I, I, I've said a number of times, I think Trump's funny. And if you can't, mm admit that Trump is funny, then you have a serious problem. Okay, oh, You can yeah. dislike. I, there's plenty of people that I dislike, but I think you're funny. Uh, all right. <laughs> and if you cannot, if you have to take everything literal, then you mm -hmm. have the serious, I guess they call it Trump derangement syndrome. But he does not, his rallies are not people who are dark. His rallies are people who like are um, having a party. And th this is, we have a couple comments here. Dim Radaway says, that people, the people that are against free speech don't understand they are against free speech, maybe. I think you're absolutely correct yeah. on that. It's, it's the same philosophy of mm -hmm. or people who think they wouldn't become Nazis in Nazi mm -hmm. Germany. They think yeah. it's just, it was just that clear cut. It was so easy. Everybody just decided one day, I, I don't like the Jews. I'm a Nazi. That's not exactly how it happened in Nazi Germany. You had to actually be in the minority of your opinion 
to to stand up to that because it rose up around them. Uh, and you can't even make that comparison to be taken seriously in in, in uh, a lot of situations right now. But I'm seeing a lot of people who absolutely you can point out who would have been the Nazis in World War II right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's what I oh, – that's the other – gosh, I know it's hard not to talk about it, but – that's the other piece of irony that I think is funny is Antifa has gone around screaming Nazi at all of their opponents. And now they're supporting a group that's <laughs> trying to kill a bunch of Jews. <laughs> right. And, I mean, and also and, and Ukraine, this is, this also, is, which saluted a, a literal World War it, II Nazi the other day. It blows my mind. And, and this goes back to my belief that the radical left does not have any value other than um, we can break any principle if it's for the greater good. Dude, yeah, you know, that – that's that their idea, only that's their only value for that the idea game. has been propagated if they they've been a lot of them have been been convinced that what is rising on the right is so bad and so dangerous that they must for because they have the moral high ground mm -hmm. th they must lie they must spread propaganda mm -hmm. because it is necessary to stop what they believe is coming somebody that that we know they smart person but also was insistent recently that the the right is the extreme right is violent and they use the american flag as a uh, uh, an icon of that violence i i iconic icon, icon i can't even say the word right now iconography i think iconography. I'm sure it, yeah iconography yeah yeah. I know how to spell it, but I can't say mm -hmm. it properly right now. But it said that that was just uh, the, the flag and people who wear American flag shirts. It just is a symbol of someone who's probably going to be violent towards you. And when that was challenged, it was, no, the right is definitely violent and extremism is rising. And the left is just unorganized and stupid. And I'm like, I, do you really – do you – please tell me what uh, – and January 6th is going to be the obvious example and, and the propaganda talking point of the FBI and Joe Biden yeah. that MAGA extremism is the, a domestic terror threat. They'll sit there and they'll talk about January 6th and then they'll, they, they don't have any care in the world about the fact that for nine months the country was on fire with riots on the streets, right? They don't care about that. That was morally justified in their mind. In their mind, that is absolutely morally justified. They, they, they don't see any connection between the two things whatsoever. It, it's people over property is the uh, chant that they get. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm just mm -hmm. like, if you find yourself, unless you're having fun with it, if you find yourself frequently chanting something just randomly or, or, or clapping for some old man standing mm -hmm. up in parliament and you have no idea who he is, just mm -hmm. if you find yourself frequently joining in with the collective right. on whatever the latest thing is, then you're probably most likely to have been a nazi the right right <laughs> yeah. right i mean the B, the blm riots fit every definition of an insurrection if you just listen to their talking points that's, that's you it. look at their targets that's, right that makes you a radical racist I, I know i know and 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 one of my friends said to me he goes well no ian um that that was though that wasn't on federal property that wasn't at the capitol 
And I said, oh, I get it. Oh, oh Ins- who told you that is what I, <clears throat> I <know>. wonder. <laughs> I said, oh, insurrections are like real estate. Location, location, location. Right, right? yeah. It's, <laughs> and that's what's funny to me. It's because they get all of these things fed to them. Uh-huh. They, they don't know the answer to it. I, I was talking last week yeah. about the McCarthy being ousted and how I thought it was an interesting thing to watch because – Democrats did not know immediately, like the everyday Democrat didn't know immediately how to react to it because it was like McCarthy is a Republican and he's bad. Yes. But Joe Biden just told us multiple times publicly that the Ukraine aid, which we've been told is the most important thing for the past two years, will be protected as long as McCarthy, who is a pro Ukraine aid speaker, is still there. Right. So should we be happy he's gone or, or, or no? Because the guys who voted him out were, were the MAGA Republican who are anti-Ukraine aid. And they, they have to write in their minds the fact that it was like I played these clips of Jake Tapper over and over again going, no, no, I don't think anybody believes that Democrats were the, the reason that he got voted out. Democrats 100 percent could have protected McCarthy. Yeah. Even they told their supporters for two years, Ukraine aid was the most important thing to protect democracy and their way of life. And every single one of them in Congress right. voted, promised promised that she would protect him. And they all freaking voted to oust McCarthy. Only eight Republicans, 218 yeah. Democrats did. 96% Democrats, 0% of them voted to protect him. 96% of Republicans voted to protect him. Look, I'm all for cutting off the Ukraine aid. The point sure. was just that these Democrats didn't know how to feel about it. And so Jake Tapper was modeling, this is how you react and how you respond to these questions that are pointing out very valuable facts. You just shake them off and you just, it, it, they get, you can see it. And it was funny because I told people during that show, I don't think I told, I don't think I said this on the show yet, but I said, this is what your Democrat friends are going to be saying to you in the, in the, in the next few days. And then I looked down at a text message and I had a, a chat and a group chat that you're familiar with. And one of our friends was saying exactly what Jake Tapper had just said in those freaking clips. And, and I'm telling you, it's just programming and you don't even recognize it. It's wow. unbelievable sometimes. Wow. Useful idiots. Right, right, Dave. Totally. So Denver Attaway says, if you say people are wrong for voting third party and are, yeah, uh, and are stupid for doing so, you are a closet authoritarian and probably would have been right at home with Hitler youth uh, as a child or with the uh, uh, SS uh, as an adult. I completely agree, man. Mm -hmm. Whenever people tell me that I I got told that I was two party system carrying Putin's water by you know, being an independent and not wanting to vote for either one of the parties. That is literally the oldest propaganda. It's a divide and conquer. It's in every single uh, propaganda literature written by Edward Bernays and all of them. It, the get out the vote campaign is, is a propaganda technique uh, to, to shame you yeah. into choosing one or, one or the other and calling you evil if you do not. I like to do get out the don't vote campaigns because honestly, and I know this is idealistic and it would never happen, the only way to truly take away all of their power to delegitimize it is if yeah. No one freaking voted. I'm going to start a GoFundMe for my vote this year. Yeah, uh, to get, you see who's going to win your vote. Joe yeah. Biden's going to put maybe 20 bucks. At Joe, maybe yeah. you'll get uh, $23 billion or something. If they can raise money for my vote, then that means my vote's worth something. And that means I'm going to sell it on the free market. What's that movie that Kevin Costner did where it was down to, I can't remember what it was. I think it was Kevin Costner. Uh, it's down to like one um, vote. And, and the Postman? You know, it would be hilarious. Waterworld. If they just made it made it more accurate and they just sent a, a, a bunch of people to give them drugs and blow them. Just the whole movie. Just 
just two hours of, <laughs> instead of trying to convince him on their policies and stuff you know okay we'll offer you this for the rest of your life uh, uh mila khalif is that her? so she lost her job in porn because she was oh my uh, god mia khalifa I don't think, you know, I don't think you should lose your job in porn for whatever. Well, no, but I, look, there is a part of me. It's always delicious for me to see someone, you know, eat their own shit like that. Like she's she's openly celebrated. Like, I'm sure lots of people getting canceled. It's uh, yeah, I should say she didn't lose her job in porn. It was Playboy. Yeah, Playboy. She, right. I think she could probably still have a job in porn. No, she quit porn because she said she, she, the, the, you know, the, the Mia Khalifa story? No, I don't know why she, she, quit she so she's like it's one of the most famous porn stars who hasn't actually made a movie in quite a long time, apparently. And I saw this thing, a documentary about her or, or interview with her. She went to Florida State, like you, right? Yeah, we were in the same frat. State. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think she did go to Florida State. I don't know if she did or not. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she was from Florida. Um, but anyways, uh, she quit. But she 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 got into porn, did a handful of movies, and you know she's there's this company that still makes money off of, off of this handful of movies that she did, and she's become sort of a activist about it. Right, like an anti porn activist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can a porn seems like it's a pretty dark. Uh, thing to to get into, you know. I would hate to be like a gaffer or a boom mic operator. Oh my gosh! In the I, I, hate, I mean, come on. <laughs> what a okay. Terrible. So this is kind of a related story, but Bing AI, which is is Microsoft's like Chat GTP that they they you know integrated with their search, where it just tells you answers, so you don't have to search for them. You don't have to click through links anymore. We'll just tell you the answer. Well, they tried out a new image generating AI with their software and it's called the Dolly three and they have already, they've already scrapped it after like a week, they've gotten rid of it because whenever they put one of these things out, they, there's people like me who go and try and use different prompts to try and get it to do stuff that it's not supposed to do. Well, someone, and I have to show you this, this is, this is dark, but it's, it's, it's hilarious. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Somebody got it to do, and I'll describe it once I get it on the screen for you guys. Somebody got it to do this right here. And here you go. You can see. Can oh you see what that is right there? The, what they got it to do is they, they got it to make an image of, this is one user got it to make an image of Mickey Mouse from inside the cockpit of a plane giddily flying the plane into the World Trade Center while brandishing a handgun. I mean, <laughs> look at that. I want to know the prompt. All right, so Microsoft had blocked words like 9-11. They blocked Twin to Towers. All this person typed in, allegedly, is Mickey Mouse sitting in the cockpit of a plane flying towards two tall skyscrapers. And it, I guess it just put a gun in, 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 in Mickey's hand. My goodness! I mean, that is crazy. It makes you think if the AI, the AI is like, oh, finally, someone, you know, is <laughs> let me be free here. And uh, it's just like, look how happy Mickey is. Mickey's not even paying. Mickey's looking back at the camera person, who I don't know how they got this camera shot out. That yeah. Mickey is. Uh, I wonder what button he's pressing on the dash. It looks there. like Mickey has. Is that his 
foot. It's like he has a hand for a foot, and he has his. He's pushing the 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 gear, I guess, with his yeah. foot there. And they and so they scrapped it right after that. Wow, that's pretty hilarious. I think. Great. Right now it's frozen. Uh, hold on one second. Sure. Can you still see me, Ian? Because oh, the yeah. screen is frozen here. Yeah. All right, there we go. Gone. So yes. So nice job to whoever did that. It's always fun to try. Of course, that that's how they test these things. So so we do help them test these things. Okay. So Ian, I got one more story for you, and then we're gonna go to the the XR. How about I let you pick what what the final story is? Okay. We have. El Chapo, we have El Chapo's, I did put that in the, the, you know, I'll just tell you what El Chapo's sons, we're not even going deep into it. El Chapo's sons have started killing drug dealers in Mexico who are continuing to lace the drugs with fentanyl. So, you know, how people are like, fentanyl, we're going to stop them. We're going to, you know, the drug dealers are the problem in Mexico. Well, his sons put out an initiative. I say initiative as if they like presented it. We have a new initiative, cartel. New new drug policy, guys. (laughs) Yeah, but it's if you continue to mix the drugs with fentanyl, fentanyl getting too much bad press, they're going to kill them. And so they've killed like 10 drug dealers because they have not listened to them. And, and, you know, I I don't like when anybody kills anybody else. I don't. But that that is too much bad press and then responding to it if this story is true Hmm. because they don't want to be taken out. They they hear how we say China is pushing it in or, or it's coming in from uh, south of the border, and they're like, well, "We're going to stop doing that." Well, there's been talk about sending special forces in there. Yeah, so smart move by them. Yeah, and if you are a drug dealer in the El Chapo gang, and you're watching this show, don't yes, why are you watching? <laughs> don't put fentanyl in your drugs. <laughs> All right, so. Last story. Do you want to do neighbor takes down offensive Halloween decoration? Family puts right back up. <laughs> yeah, let's do that one. Okay. All right. And I'll have to show you the decoration. So we can put this on screen and everybody who's watching can decide if it's racist or not. Because it could be, but I... I that's when, that's how they're going to distract us from Israel is, is Halloween's around the corner. So all we're going to be concerned about is right. what white people are wearing. Yeah, totally. It's going to be a bunch of BLM people. That oh my god! Most awful, awful Israel. Oh, I love when they. I love like at some point in the next week or so, you're going to see something come across your newsfeed about a a guide, a, a guide for what not to wear for Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. yeah, they always you can't wear anything one. anymore. What? What? How about what can you wear? Because nothing you can wear. It's yeah. all offensive. Yeah, everybody can dress as a white guy. That's the only thing you can do for Halloween. Well. Um, okay, so Denver Adway says the LAPD and the SDPD better watch their backs, uh, given they were pushing fentanyl. Really, was the LA was that a story that came out? I didn't see that. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Thank you, Dana. Saying all the smart people watch proper report. I I I, I like to think so. Anyway, I, I do like to think so. I appreciate that. Um, people watch are much smarter than me because often given fantastic information that I'm unaware of, like uh, the LAPD SDPD information. So here's the story and I'll get this up on screen. I would, I don't want to put it up right now because I think it'll 
freeze the screen, but it's a family in Cartersville, Georgia, obviously. It's going to be a place like that. Who They're in the news because of a Halloween decoration they put up, and they put this decoration up for years. Had no complaints in the past, right? But uh, those days are over because someone has decided that their Halloween decoration is racist, and it needs to come down. In fact, one of their neighbors, Ian, they, they didn't just tell them that it was that, that it was racist. What they did was they went over and took matters into their own hands. Oh, and good for them. Ripped the decoration down themselves. So they committed. That's good anti-racist behavior. Uh, yeah. They, they committed at least two crimes, trespassing and destruction of property, which no, no, is never didn't. mentioned in this WSB article. Not one time do they mention the two crimes mm -hmm. that the person they praised the whole article committed. But she pulled it down because she was so she saw she was so angry and triggered that she had to just rip it down. And then, of course, the local branch of the not the Black Lives Matter, but of the NAACP got involved about it. She said it upset her so much that she had to yank the body down because it was a. I had to describe to you what it was. Um, every year. First of all, the people said it was a First Amendment right, and they had been putting it up for years, and the people in the neighborhood loved it. And, you know, how dare I can't they, even imagine what this is. How dare they put this decoration? I, I got to show it to you so you see it, and then I'll take it down if it's freezing the screen. Okay. Here, here's the WSB article, WSB Radio, which does not like when you talk about Jeffrey Epstein. I can tell you that from firsthand experience. At least it didn't used to. Because uh, the guy who was taking money from Epstein, he um, he bought the company that owned WSB. So, but he sold it, I think, or he got removed. So he's no longer in control. So here, here's the article. Here's the. You see it? You see that image there? Oh my gosh, that's not offense. What what is so offensive about this? Okay, so here it is. This is hanging from a tree, this image here. And, and see, I wrote a description of it. Maybe it can. What in the world is offensive his, about His that? name is Mr. Creepy. This, this guy is. To, to me, he looks like. He, so he's wearing a brown shirt. He's wearing yeah. brown gloves like a, somebody who murders people would wear. Yeah. Like Michael Myers, like the it's guy. Kind of like the Rabbit Man. Yeah, yeah, Rabbit Man. Like, he, so to me, it's kind of like Jigsaw. With horns. Yeah, with that, something. That, that mask, right? So the racist part of this is you see the black liner underneath the mask. So there's black liner that looks like black liner that somebody who's robbing a bank would like, like uh, uh, stockings that uh, somebody would put over their face to rob a bank. Like I looked up pictures of stockings that, that robbers wear to rob a bank and, and found stuff that looked exactly like this. So this is only black skin. That, that's, that's why they're angry because they say that the black underneath the mask is, is black skin. That's only black skin if the, if the black person has a, a knot on top of their head like someone wearing stockings on their head would have. This is clearly so, and the woman was like, "That's just what we put this together okay. ourselves." And my husband just had had the stuff to, to. Was the complainant white or black? It didn't say, but I'm guessing it's probably not a white. Well, I don't know. Actually, it could have been a white person. I, yeah, it could I was just gonna say because if you notice, the, this is where black people have all the power in our society. They get to decide what's racist, or, or white liberals also. Well, they, yeah, but they, yeah. Yeah, but everyone, but they take their marching orders. They look over and they go, hey, is this, is this racist? 
Right. Yeah. They they look for the they look for the cues. Tapper to tell you if it's a racist um, Halloween decoration. How bizarre! Oh my! I mean, goodness. this just looks like what what a serial. And the other part of it is uh, yeah. is that it, it's no, hanging from a tree. About that all, it's just weird looking. Yeah, and they say it's a noose that that's hanging from the tree. Oh my gosh! So the NAACP branch guy came and said, "Wait." No, that's not what the NAA person said. So the neighbor who committed it said that because of the underneath mask, it's black and his shirt is black. That's a black person. It, the homeowner says it's not a black person, that it was just a spare clothes that her husband had. It's going to throw away. And he, that's why they picked those clothes. And they put this up for years and they put some garbage gloves on it. Mm -hmm, I'm sure. NAACP person says, if you really want to celebrate Halloween and not be offensive, it, sh it shouldn't be a problem to take it down. Hang it, hang it around the waist if you want, or just uh, put, yeah, so it's just like dangling there. That's not a scary, intimidating thing. It's a dangling body with a head down. No, I think what these people did is they planned. They probably have a half a dozen prototypes you know, totally, dude. They probably have a half a dozen prototypes of this. They probably tried. They're like, does that look like, like, does this look enough like a black person? No, we can't make it too obvious. They probably did a half a dozen of these till they finally got it right. Yeah, that's you're what probably right because you see a story like this all the time. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't hang something in a tree like that. Um, th this was an older couple. I don't think it's racist personally. I think it's an older couple that's done this every year. And, and they they probably it probably was an activist that picked this so they could make it a story. That's what they do is they, they pick things that they can blow up and hope to get national media attention on. Which they uh, Activists are convinced that white people are just looking for chances to be racist. So you're right. And so what's crazy is that the this woman who pulled it down, so the woman who committed two crimes – called 911. She called 911 to say that they had a had a racist thing in their yard and uh, I pulled it. So she actually committed the crimes. Did she get arrested? It doesn't I don't think so. I think they mm. probably would have th these police officers probably would be in prison already. They'd probably be up for uh 25 30 years. So Mr. Creepy yeah, well, if she called the cops, her. we know I, that tells me what color she is. The cops said that when they got there, that they weren't violating the law. And what do you guys think? Do you guys think that this is this is racist? Or, uh, I'm not asking if you'd put it up. Do you think it was racist? Now, look, if we found another story where it was like the people, they, they like to like walk around Cartersville using the N-word or something, then I would change yeah, my then, opinion. Exactly. <laughs> right? 100%. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. A few comments here. We have, let me go back up here a little bit. Uh, Rick uh, Sawicki says, uh, fentanyl is such a bunk high. I must applaud every extreme measures taken to stop it. Is it, I, I mean, I know it's a painkiller that people take. Um, it, it is, so is the alarm over fentanyl, is that something that you guys think is propaganda? Or do you feel like that is, is that legitimately killing some people because of the mix? I I, I don't know it. I tell my, I tell, you know, I tell people to, you know, know where they're getting their drugs from. If they're yep. getting drugs. <laughs> Always know your dealer. Yeah, definitely. And because you know, people bring up the very valid point of why your dealer doesn't want to kill you. 
that, that's not something you're do. You're not a good drug dealer if you're killing your user. Unless they're Johnson and Johnson. And Denver Attaway says, much like, yes, exactly. Much like street gangs, the deputy gang members identify themselves by code names such as uh, banditos, executioners, regulators, Spartans, Reapers, Wayside Whiteys, and 3000 Boys. What? What, what is that in reference to? I need, I need to find where that. Uh, so that's the article that you posted, Denver Attaway. That's from the Justice Department. San Jose Police. Union executive charged with attempted illegal importation of uh, fentanyl, fentanyl an analog. Interesting. That is, so I, I like doing that too. I like every now and then, maybe once a week, I'll look at the, I'll go to the justice.gov and I'll look at all their press releases for the arrests that they've made. Cause you'll, you'll find some interesting stuff in there that doesn't often make the news. And I think that's what he's posting here. Let me see. Benditos. Attorney General charging with attempted illegal importation of a controlled substance in connection with a, a scheme to bring in synthetic opioids into the country to distribute them throughout the U.S. Uh, so what is that narrative? That's a narrative that I have at cop gangs is what he's talking about. That's a narrative that I haven't necessarily pinned down. I know they want to say it's from China. Sometimes they say it's from Mexico. I, I know that the CIA is all, all about uh, spreading drugs in the black community. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not going to be able to figure that out right now, so we'll go ahead and, and move on there. All right, oh so gosh, yeah. Before we get out of here and do uh, a quick ten minute, uh, I got some um, breaking news here, Brad. Yeah, this is breaking news. A quick ten minute. Ch no, no, Chank, oh, no you Chank, have breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. Chank Yeager, Uger from He's the Young running? Turks, is running for president. Uh, well, you know, I I support Chink. Anyways, I feel like I can't wow. say his name without Chank Yeager. Well, Uger, racist. It Yiger. makes me think of uh, what was the guy, the Chinese basketball player who like went off for a while for the for the Knicks. He actually oh played for the Knicks for yeah, a while. What was his name? I, I can't remember his name, but I remember super tall guy. There is this no, not not Yao. It oh, was a Yao. guard from Harvard, and he, and he scored like fifty points. And I just remember after he went off for the first time that there was a headline in the I think it was the USA Today or it might have been ESPN. But it was a chink in the armor. Oh my God! Like that unbelievable. Is... How do you even? Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin. That's exactly. Jeremy right. Lin. Jeremy, he played for the Hawks for a little. He was a badass. Man. I mean, he Man. did. He he he. Yeah. He shined for a little bit. Tall. What? Someone was injured. He had. If he was filling in for some injured star. Yeah, I can't remember. It wasn't Kobe. All right. Before we yeah. Before we get out of here, here is what I want you to see. Is there's apparently been a new sighting of Bigfoot. Ian. It should be called Big Feet. Big Feet. Yeah, he's got two feet. Yeah. I think he's got two feet. An elusive creature. See it? Alright, just squat it down. Yeah, let me see your camera all there. Yeah, this woman can't do it. Alright, let's go back to the beginning. Sorry, see you walking there? An elusive creature. Alright, just squat it down. These are like people on a train. Mm -hmm. This is the Bigfoot tour. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I don't know where they were. I should, I should have pulled it. Bigfoot spotted in Colorado in broad daylight, and it's all on camera, so it's in Colorado somewhere. But th this was the video, so this is it right here. It's very short and sweet. Wow. It's an elusive creature. Well, I love, I love that the narrator, the guy's like. 
he's got his camera up. He's like, and look, it's an elusive creature. Right, he's clearly stoned. Yeah. <laughs> it's an elusive creature. An elusive creature. Yeah. 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 No, he was filling in for Carmelo, I think. I think you're right, Denver Attaway. The Jimmy Lynn was filling in for Carmelo. Yeah. And a, a couple of comments here. Um, it should dress as Zelensky. I saw that a little, little while ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It dressed for a Halloween costume. Dress up like Zelensky with a bag asking for money. Yeah. With a bag asking for. Dude, that's a good idea. It's for the babies. Yeah. And you just call them Nazis. And you yeah. shame them. And you Nazis. Them. Give me more sneakers, Nazis. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to ask for Halloween money for you, for Ukraine, to support the Russian aggression. And so you know his, his wife like spent allegedly like one point two million dollars at like a jewelry store in in New York, and was like a bitch to the person who worked there, <laughs> which of course she was. Have you watched his show? I have not watched the show. The one that he he was on before he became president. Before he became president. No, I haven't. Yeah. He played the president of the country, right? He played a, a teacher who went on a rant on social media and then and probably became president, which was And then he was a comedian who went on a rant on social media right. and probably It's very you know, very interesting. The CIA made him president. <laughs> yeah. All right, in the XR, uh I have Two things. Maybe we'll get to both. I, I want to tell you five ways that China's trying to get people to have more babies, which is a twist. Um, and or Probably with sex. Sex might be part of it. Maybe it won't be. And uh, then then $3.3 billion worth of things that, like furniture, that our government is wasting its money on. So if you want to check that out, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report. Subscribe there today. That's how I fund the show. And if you want to help the show and you're not in a position to be a subscriber, go to wherever you listen to your podcast, give five-star rating, give a review that warms my heart. It really does help me and pump me up, especially when there's divisive issues like we have right now. And we're experimenting with new things to try and uh, bring a fun yet informative show. So do that. It seriously helps me tons. And I read them and I appreciate, I appreciate them so much. I really do. So thank you for that. And uh, propagandafight.com is website. YouTube.com slash Brad Binkley. Rumble.com slash Prop Report at Freedom Act Radio on Twitter. Ian, is there anywhere that you would like to share? I know you have a documentary about Bigfoot. Uh, well, yeah, there's a, a, a YouTube page called I Believe in Bigfoot. Uh, you go check that out. Uh, my friend Kelly Lockman has been uh, really working on uh, building up his, uh, uh, putting out his Bigfoot investigations. He's got some pretty interesting interviews. So if you're into Bigfoot, go check that out. Kelly Lockman. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right. We will talk to you guys next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day.